Welcome to the Eat Like a Mother podcast, where we take complicated topics surrounding hormones and metabolism and make them simple and applicable to your daily life as a woman. I'm your host, Castie Wellfell. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered to start taking radical responsibility for your health and lean into this body God created for you. Are you ready to eat like a mother? Hey, hey, and welcome to episode 10 of the Eat Like a Mother podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about just what exactly is the metabolism. And I felt like it was important to do this episode this week because over and over again, the past few weeks with my coaching clients, one after the other didn't understand until I in more detail explained to them exactly what the metabolism is. When I'm working with women to help restore their hormones, improve their fertility, the first thing that we look at is the metabolism and their biomarkers and what that means. You know, if their biomarkers or metabolic markers are showing the sign of a happy metabolism. But when I say the word metabolism, I feel like people automatically assume that I'm just talking about the ability to lose or gain weight. And I get it. You know, that's what I was told all growing up. Oh, that person has a fast metabolism so they can eat whatever the heck they want, or they have a slow metabolism so they can't eat whatever the heck they want. My clients the past couple of weeks have been absolutely dumbstruck or maybe awestruck is a better word when I give them the true definition of metabolism. The idea of metabolism has to do with energy movement in the body, but not just energy in the sense of I feel energized or I feel fatigued, but energy in that every single cell in our body requires energy movement in order to be alive. Without energy, we die. It's interesting to me that in biomedicine, they seem to discount the idea or concept of energy in practice. So I spent some time working on my doctorate in acupuncture and herbal medicine. I never ended up actually finishing that degree. That's a whole other story. But I was able to spend a lot of time studying traditional Chinese medicine. And something that I found fascinating was how they so intuitively viewed all disease as a blockage of energy or qi. The movement and flow of qi, according to TCM, is essential for life and vitality. When qi is lost, that's when death occurs. Now, this isn't just death as in, you know, we die and we get buried, we're six feet under. This is death. This can be death in a more minute scale in different systems of the body. When there is a blockage or a slowing of chi, according to TCM, we're going to see a slowing of whatever system is resultant of that pathway. Now, Chinese medicine doctors didn't just view chi as physical, but chi had physical, spiritual, and emotional connotations to it. They believe in a holistic view of the human body. This isn't common practice in modern America or really Western society. We've so far removed ourselves from this concept in the Western world where other cultures have known and accepted and practiced that we are spiritual and emotional beings alongside physical for thousands of years. 
I think the disconnect comes from our excruciating need to categorize and define every little thing in the Western world. It was explained to me in school that TCM practices acquire information through empirical evidence, through what can be observed. Modern biomedicine acquires evidence through data and definition. If it cannot be measured and calculated in some fashion, it doesn't exist. And I experience this every single day with clients of mine who have sought answers from biomedicine only to be left wanting. They're told your numbers are normal, you're fine. Yet these women know in their gut that something is off. And maybe you've been there. This can be incredibly confusing. You start to downplay your symptoms because everything's normal and you should be fine. When really your body is crying for help. But as you know, and have probably heard me say before, we are so much more than numbers, than data. And our body is constantly telling us a story of what's going on inside, whether that be spiritual, emotional, or physical, and I would argue all three. So when I talk to women who are struggling with hormonal issues, with fertility, the first thing we want to look at is metabolism. This is the mechanism of energy production in the body, and that begins with your thyroid. The thyroid is what drives the metabolism. If the thyroid is the form, is the structure, metabolism is the function. By definition, and this is literally just the textbook definition of metabolism, the metabolism refers to the sum of reactions that occur throughout the body within each cell that provide the body with energy. This doesn't just mean your ability to lose or gain weight. This means every single system in the body requires energy, literally every system. Your metabolism is the driving force of energy production because every system of the body requires energy on some level, then if there's not adequate energy production, there will be a slowing or deadening, if you will, of the subsequent system. And this is the premise of the field of bioenergetics. That's why I believe it is absolutely essential when we talk about fertility we need to look through the lens of metabolism. If every system requires energy, then that includes the reproductive system. Now, I don't claim to be an expert in this field whatsoever, but I do know that this is what has resonated with me on the deepest level because it makes the most sense, not only in regards to human physiology, but also to my beliefs as a Christian as well. Let me explain. We are energetic beings. The very essence of who we are requires energy. In Genesis 2, it says that God breathed the breath of life into the world. His ruah, as the Hebrew states, and I'm probably botching this for all of my Hebrew scholar friends. <laughs> I know you're probably like, uh, that was so wrong, but that's just how I'm going to pronounce it. So his ruah, as the Hebrew states, refers to an actionable movement, wind, breath, spirit, energy. Before God spoke, there was nothing. He breathed life into earth's lungs and the pulse, the energy, the frequency of the world was set into motion. And then he breathed life into us. 
This idea of energy is shown so eloquently inside human physiology. Humans are the pinnacle of God's creation. He looked at Adam and Eve and said, it was very good. We are imagers of the God of creation. By nature, we can create and reproduce because the God of creation creates and reproduces. And this same statement is true on a cellular level. Our cells are in a constant state of motion. Every single cell in the body requires energy. Now, while I believe us to be more than just physical beings, I believe there to be so much complexity in humanity when it comes to our souls, spirits, emotions. The truth of the matter is many women are not meeting their basic physical needs, their basic energy demands, and that impacts every aspect of who they are. We know and can measure calories as a unit of energy. Nourishment, I believe, is foundational to our wellness because a constant influx of energy is needed to create energy as well. What is the law in thermodynamics? Energy cannot be created or destroyed. Am I totally botching this? If my dad is listening, I could totally hear him shaking his head. I should know this. Maybe I'm botching this, but I know that there's a law in the natural sciences that energy cannot be created or destroyed. I should have looked it up before recording this podcast, but here we are. Google it. Anyways, we don't run off of thin air. Energy in must equal energy out or else you're going to be living in a constant energy deficit. And this energy deficit, as you know, lowers your thyroid function. And our thyroid hormone is essential to progesterone production, which is essential to sustain life and pregnancy. When you're operating from an energy deficit, your body is not concerned with reproduction. It's not concerned with hair growth, with digestion, with any of your biomarkers. Anything that is not directly associated with keeping your heart pumping gets slowed down to conserve energy and keep you alive. All of these markers are a sign of a slowing metabolism, a lower energy output, and should be heated. Now, before you jump to all the things that are wrong with your body, I want to tell you exactly what I tell all of my clients, what I preach on social media, what I try to make abundantly clear all the time. Your body is not broken. If you're experiencing symptoms of a slowing metabolism and lower fertility, I want you to take a moment and thank your body for doing exactly what God designed her to do, to keep you alive during times of stress, to protect your heart. And from a place of thankfulness, of gratitude, move in hope towards healing. You are not a slave to a diagnosis. Odds are there is a blockage of energy somewhere and we need to improve that movement in the body. Start with nourishment. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Eat Like a Mother podcast. If you haven't already, download my free fertility webinar, Practical Progesterone. In it, you will learn how one of your most protective hormones, progesterone, is synthesized and be given practical tools to start improving your fertility today. See you next week.